I'm pleased to introduce Convy2X 2021 Policy and Regulation Day keynote speaker, Dr. Susan R. Bailey. Dr. Bailey is a distinguished allergist immunologist from Fort Worth, Texas, and the immediate past president of the American Medical Association. A fierce advocate for physician autonomy and private practice, Dr. Bailey has held numerous leadership positions with the AMA, including serving as Speaker and Vice Speaker of the AMA's House of Delegates, Chair of both the Advisory Panel on Women in Medicine and the AMA Council on Medical Education. She's also represented the AMA on the Accreditation Council for Continuing Medical Education, the American Board of Medical Specialists, and COLA. Her dedicated service in organized medicine extends to the local and state levels where she has served as board and chair and president of the Tarrant County Medical Society and as vice speaker, speaker, and president of the Texas Medical Association. Dr. Bailey has been an allergist in private practice for over 30 years. She completed her residency in general pediatrics and a fellowship in allergy immunology at the Mayo Graduate School of Medicine in Rochester, Minnesota, and has been awarded the title of Distinguished Fellow of the American College of Allergy, Asthma, and Immunology. In addition to receiving her medical degree with honors from the Texas A&M University College of Medicine, Dr. Bailey was later appointed to the Texas A&M System Board of Regents by then-Governor George W. Bush and has been named a Distinguished Alumnus of Texas A&M University and Texas A&M University College of Medicine. It is my great pleasure to welcome the AMA immediate past president, Dr. Susan Bailey. Hello, and thank you for the opportunity to join you today. It's a pleasure to be a part of this virtual symposium looking at the present and the future of healthcare. I'm Dr. Susan Bailey, immediate past president of the American Medical Association, and it's safe to say that my time atop our organization was unlike any other period in history, certainly in recent history. As physicians, the COVID-19 pandemic has us fighting a war on two fronts, responding to the urgent need of patients in hospital emergency rooms across the country, but also fighting a communications battle against the flood of misinformation designed to undermine science and cast doubt on the rigorous scientific process that led to rapid scale development of COVID vaccines in record time. Both are ongoing challenges we face. In my talk today, I'll talk about the important role physicians play in pushing back against misinformation and anti-science rhetoric. I'll share a little about how the AMA has responded to this pandemic and what it means for the future of medicine. And I'll talk about the sudden rise, out of necessity, of remote patient care during this pandemic and how physicians, including in my own practice in Fort Worth, Texas, are adapting to this new reality. The AMA has been a strong supporter of telehealth long before COVID-19. Telehealth has the potential to be a truly transformative tool in medicine and a lifeline for patients with mobility challenges or those in rural communities to receive the care they need. But it won't happen by accident. 
physicians and organized medicine have to push Congress and our leaders in Washington to implement changes that will ensure widespread adoption of telehealth. I'll talk more about that as well, so let's get started. Indeed, the present and the future of care presents us with major challenges, but also some opportunities, including increasing digitization across healthcare and business, continued rise in chronic disease, major public health events, the next COVID, an aging population, increasingly diverse patient communities, growth in remote patient care, fighting misinformation while also rebuilding trust in science and scientific institutions. Physicians have an important role to play in each of these, not only in the delivery of care, but also as credible sources for information rooted in science and evidence to try and combat the glut of misinformation that so easily spreads online. A number of polls in the last year, including this one cited in The Hill last fall, show that the public's trust in science and public institutions is indeed eroding. There are many different reasons why that is, and it's unfortunate that so many conversations about healthcare today are co-opted by political agendas. We've seen this play out in this pandemic and to devastating results. Simply put, our nation's ability to adequately respond to this crisis has been slowed or hampered at every turn by politics. That remains the case even now as we continue to push for more people to become fully vaccinated against the virus. And sadly, physicians and healthcare workers too often bear the brunt of people's hostility toward science. We're accused of wanting to harm our patients by recommending they get vaccinated against COVID. We're called liars and shills when just a year or so ago, we were heroes. Even the patient who tells us that they just want to do their own research is in a way telling us that they've lost faith in our training and our years of experience and caring. It's tough to bear. The fact though, is that all of the vaccines for COVID are safe and effective and are your best chance to avoid serious complications from the virus, including death. Since the beginning of the pandemic, the AMA's top priority has been delivering the tools and support that America's physicians need and fighting for the resources all healthcare workers need to care for patients stricken with COVID-19. AMA has responded to COVID-19 in four important ways. By providing trusted, evidence-based resources and clear guidance to physicians on the front lines. Resources which can be accessed for free on the AMA's website. By helping physicians and practices recover from the disruption and damage of the pandemic by pushing for loans and other forms of financial assistance and providing guidelines on how to safely reopen by pushing at the highest levels of government to deliver necessary equipment, such as PPE, or to reduce obstacles to patient care, and by advocating for science-based equitable policies on pandemic control strategies, testing, and vaccine development and distribution. 
At last fall's virtual meeting of our AMA House of Delegates, you can think of it like the Congress of Medicine, we addressed vaccine confidence issues head on. Our House of Delegates, which represents some 190 state and specialty medical associations, adopted new policy to combat misinformation through a public education campaign. And as physicians, we are key players in that campaign. Research suggests that trusted voices can demystify the process of vaccine development and distribution, and that the best messengers for vaccine information are influencers within their own communities, often their personal physician. A strong recommendation from a healthcare professional is a key factor in encouraging vaccination. In short, if we trust it, our patients will trust it. We need physicians and other healthcare professionals to be vaccine ambassadors to your patients, your communities, and broader spheres of influence, especially where there's a lack of vaccine confidence. In fact, the AMA has joined other leading organizations and corporations in a National Ad Council campaign designed to educate the American public and build confidence around COVID-19 vaccines. AMA is proud to be a founding partner of the Ad Council's COVID-19 Vaccine Education Initiative and the It's Up To You campaign. And we continue to carry the message that these vaccines for COVID are proven safe and effective and are the key to getting us through this pandemic. As I mentioned at the top, one of the most disturbing aspects of this pandemic is the misinformation, disinformation, and the politicization of the medical crisis. Rampant disinformation online and the politicization of health issues have eroded public confidence in science and undermined trust in physicians and medical institutions. Though these trends have existed for decades, they've become particularly acute during this pandemic. Unfortunately, as the pandemic has unfolded, we have seen scientific advisors, sound medical advice, and even physicians themselves demonized for political purposes. This is unacceptable. And so the AMA has repeatedly called out elected leaders for spreading misinformation online or questioning the science behind proven treatments for COVID. We have called out technology giants like Facebook, Twitter and others for lax oversight that allows false narratives about the vaccine to continue. The AMA has a big megaphone when it comes to health and health policy, and we have been using it since the earliest days of this pandemic. In an address at the National Press Club last year, the AMA called for all officials to affirm science, evidence, and fact in their words and actions for the media to be vigilant in communicating factual information from credible sources and to challenge those who choose to trade in misinformation. For social media platforms to advance evidence-based information from credible sources and reduce the spread of misinformation. For our health institutions to base decisions on scientific evidence, data, and equity. And for our government's scientific institutions now and in the future, to be led by experts, 
and for the actions our governmental leaders take to be guided by those experts and based on the best available evidence. But of course, our nation faces health care challenges far beyond COVID-19. Much of the AMA's policy work in recent years has centered around increasing patient access to affordable and meaningful health coverage through our defense in Congress and in the courts of the Affordable Care Act, by pressing states to expand Medicaid that have not done so, and by fighting for greater transparency in health care delivery, including prescription drug prices. The AMA believes all Americans should have access to meaningful, affordable health care, and we remain committed to protecting coverage for the 20 million Americans who acquired it through the Affordable Care Act and expanding coverage for those who do not currently have it. The AMA has called on policymakers to build on the foundation of our pluralist system of public, private, and employer-sponsored coverage expand Medicaid, increase public awareness about coverage options, and work to strengthen and stabilize the individual insurance market by expanding eligibility for tax credits. Critical improvements to the ACA were included in the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021. Because of these changes, individuals and families eligible for financial assistance to purchase coverage on ACA marketplaces will get more help so that they are better able to afford their premiums. And the ACA's so-called subsidy cliff has been eliminated. This means that there's no longer an income ceiling restricting eligibility to receive financial help with premiums under the ACA. These are changes the AMA has long fought for. And now we must try to continue this momentum to cover more of the uninsured. Millions in the United States continue to go without health insurance, which is why the AMA continues to advocate for a sensible, bipartisan approach to fixing the flaws in the current system instead of abandoning more than a decade of progress under the ACA. When it comes to prescription medications, Physicians see a system that fails too many of our patients. Much too often, our patients don't fill prescriptions because of the cost, or they try to stretch out their doses against medical advice. I actually saw a patient yesterday whose primary care physician had recommended a certain type of asthma inhaler, but the patient was going to have to pay over $500 out of pocket for just one of them even though they had good prescription drug coverage that covers their other inhalers. Needless to say, that prescription stayed at the pharmacy. The AMA has long worked at the local and state levels to call for transparency in the pricing of pharmaceuticals and has influenced legislative efforts at the state levels to address drug costs, including developing model bills to better regulate the practices of pharmacy benefit managers or PBMs. The AMA continues to encourage patients and physicians to share their stories about the impact of drug pricing at truthinrx.org, and we're urging state medical associations to advance AMA model legislation to increase transparency requirements on payers, pharmacy benefit managers, and pharmaceutical manufacturers. 
AMA's Truth in Rx campaign has built a network of more than half a million advocates who have signed our online petition calling for increased price and cost transparency. Over a million related messages have been sent to Congress. The AMA successfully advocated for Medicare Advantage and Part D to require plans to provide real-time access to drug pricing data through at least one EHR, or Drug E-Prescribing System. We also include to support federal bills that address the escalating prices of prescription medications by increasing drug price and cost transparency, removing barriers to market entry for affordable drugs, and identifying anti-competitive practices in the pharmaceutical supply chain that can lead to price escalation. Our core priorities on drug pricing are to increase pharmaceutical market competition and combat anti-competitive practices, and to urge greater pharmaceutical supply chain transparency. Though COVID-19 is a human tragedy on an epic scale, it has also accelerated advancements in some areas that will be critical for our future. The two that immediately come to mind are public-private partnerships to scale rapid development of a vaccine in a health emergency. This represents a tremendous scientific breakthrough that we can learn much from. The second, of course, is the rapid-scale implementation of telehealth. Remote patients' care has been a lifeline for both patients and physicians during this pandemic. In the early stages of the pandemic last year, when stay-at-home orders kept many from visiting their physicians for routine medical care, use of telehealth skyrocketed. Mayo Clinic reported their system saw a nearly 11,000% increase in virtual visits in the first few months of the pandemic. Another study showed that more than 90% of physicians, including caregivers on the front lines, were treating patients remotely. And nearly half of those physicians were using telehealth technology for the first time. It has been said that telemedicine has advanced 10 years and 10 weeks because of the pandemic, and I witnessed it firsthand. My own allergy practice went to zero to 100% virtual in a matter of days at the beginning of the pandemic. It has been a godsend for us and kept our practice going when the people were afraid to come into the office and healthcare personnel were having a difficult time finding adequate PPE to protect themselves and by extension, their loved ones at home. And importantly, patient satisfaction with remote care is very high. One J.D. Power study reported a patient satisfaction score of 860 out of 1,000 for telemedicine, the highest of all healthcare, insurance, and financial services. In telemedicine, like across all digital health, physicians have important insights into how to maximize its reach and effectiveness. So the AMA is working on this issue in two important ways by getting physicians familiar and comfortable with the technology, helping them integrate it into their practices, and also by working at the federal level through our advocacy efforts to remove barriers to telehealth implementation and ensure greater access to those services. 
For example, one of the most significant barriers to wider adoption of telemedicine has been the restrictions on where patients must be located to receive these services under Medicare rules. At the AMA's urging, CMS temporarily removed these restrictions, which means that all Medicare patients can now receive telemedicine services from the comfort and privacy of their homes, no matter where those homes are located. Now we're pressing Congress to take several important steps to ensure telehealth's long-term success. Agreed to permanently allow Medicare telehealth services to be provided to patients all over the country, not just in rural areas, and to be delivered to patients in their homes or wherever they're located without having to go to a medical facility to receive them. Continue to pay for the CPT codes for audio-only visits, as many patients with Medicare cannot access audio-video services, including many in minority and other marginalized communities. Extend coverage of the services that are now covered on an interim basis when provided via telehealth beyond the COVID-19 public health emergency to allow more evidence to be gathered of how these services are used outside of a pandemic. Continue the flexibilities for opioid use disorder medications and controlled substances at least until the end of the drug overdose public health emergency. For physicians, we continue to develop tools to help them more easily integrate telehealth into their practices. Most notably is our AMA Telehealth Implementation Playbook, which offers a comprehensive step-by-step -step guide and best practices from across medicine to implement telehealth and other digital health solutions into practice. Our goal in remote patient care and in all of our efforts to advance digital health is to ease implementation by removing the common pain points that physicians experience. In short, we strive to make technology an asset and not a burden in the delivery of quality care. That's why we've built a powerful network to help drive the development of new healthcare technologies, flipping the traditional model of innovation by leveraging physician experience and expertise into the early stages of design. One example of this creative collaboration is the AMA Physician Innovation Network, PIN, which connects the worlds of medicine and healthcare innovation by integrating the clinical voice into health technology solutions. Launched in 2017, PIN has more than 15,000 users and 30 organizational collaborators from across the industry. Physicians and companies are encouraged to collaborate to develop improved, scalable solutions and to understand how to better navigate the healthcare ecosystem. This creates improved go-to-market results and product revitalization across the industry. Through PIN, Physicians, residents, medical students, and companies engage with one another and learn by accessing educational content, participating in panel discussions, and getting to know the healthcare innovation ecosystem through shared thought leadership from across the health technology space. Giving physicians a voice in the creation of new digital technologies is a strategic priority for our organization but so too is advancing equity in innovation 
and across healthcare. It's often said that technology will be the great equalizer in medicine, improving access to care for marginalized and rural communities by breaking down the traditional walls of the exam room. But advancing health equity through technology will not happen on its own. If we are serious about eliminating persistent inequities that contribute to such poor outcomes for historically marginalized communities, we must be intentional about creating this future. We must be strategic in our planning and purposeful in our execution. Earlier this year, the AMA launched an ambitious three-year strategic plan to address racial justice and health equity in medicine that includes building partnerships and pushing upstream to address the so-called determinants of health that so influence a person's chances for a healthy life. But our plan also directs us to advance equity through innovation and in digital health, specifically to embed racial justice and health equity within existing AMA healthcare innovation efforts, equip the healthcare innovation sector to advance equity and justice, center, integrate, and amplify historically marginalized healthcare investors and innovators, and to engage in cross-sector collaboration and advocacy efforts. To advance this work, the AMA has formed the Committee of External Experts dedicated to advising the organization on equitable structures and opportunities in health innovation that would benefit marginalized people in communities. The Equity and Innovation Advisory Group is tasked with providing direction on a shared vision for a U.S. healthcare innovation sector that prioritizes resource allocation for meaningful solutions to advance health, racial, and social justice and ensures that the race, ethnicity, sexual orientation, and gender identity of innovators and investors mirror that of the nation. Equity in healthcare must extend to all of the systems and methods used to deliver it, and it's an economic imperative every bit as much as a moral one. Eliminating bias and other inequities in technology is as important as centering equity in all aspects of our health system and society at large because it opens the door to greater efficiency and better health outcomes for all. And of course, physicians need to be better trained and to gain a deeper understanding of equity issues to work in this space. That's why the AMA has developed a groundbreaking series of CME modules focused on the root causes of health inequities, including racism and other structural determinants of health. New AMA EdHub modules offer a deep dive on health equity issues, training, and resources, including championing equity-centered innovation. This quote from surgeon and author Atul Gawande really resonates with me. The seemingly easiest and most sensible rule for a doctor to follow is always fight. Always look for more you could do. We have seen over the last 18 months of this pandemic the very best of medicine, of doctors, and of our healthcare community. We have seen them respond to this grave health threat of COVID-19 heroically and tirelessly. 
Physicians, by our nature and our training, are programmed to seek challenges and to always look for opportunities to make a difference in the lives of our patients. This is true in a public health emergency and in helping to influence the future of medical care. It's impossible to predict exactly how and how many of the digital tools in use today will truly transform the practice of medicine. But what we do know is that physicians have a critical role to play in this endeavor, and that without our knowledge, our expertise, and our guidance, most digital health innovations will fail in their most basic task of streamlining our workflow, advancing equity, and improving patient outcomes. That's a lesson our industry has learned over and over again. From EHRs to wearable devices and cutting-edge apps, not all digital innovations in healthcare live up to their promises and are best served when physicians are involved in their development at the very beginning. Tech innovators need our help, and through the AMA and our partners across organized medicine, we have what we've always wanted, a seat at the table. Thank you.